The Orion space capsule re-entered the lunar sphere of influence at 4.45 p.m. CST Saturday, December 3rd, making the moon the main gravitational force acting on the spacecraft. Entry into the lunar sphere of entry occurred when the spacecraft was about 39,993 miles from the lunar surface. It will exit the lunar sphere of influence for a final time on Tuesday, December 6, one day after the returned powered flyby about 17 miles above the lunar surface. On flight day 18, engineers also performed a development flight test objective that changed the minimum jet firing time for the reaction control thrusters over a period of 24 hours. This test objective is designed to exercise the reaction control system jets in a pre-planned sequence to model jet thruster firings that will be incorporated into the crewed Artemis II mission. The test used the reaction control system thrusters built by Arian Group on the European service module. All firings of RCS thrusters during the flight test to date have used those on the service module. Another set of 12 RCS thrusters built by Aerojet Rocketdyne are located on the crew module. And while the crew module thrusters will be tested a few days before Orion's splashdown on Earth, their primary role takes place in the final hour before splashdown in the Pacific Ocean. After the crew module and service module separate, the crew module's RCS thrusters will be used to ensure the spacecraft is properly oriented for re-entry. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply with its heat shield pointed forward and stable during descent under parachutes. Orion will be out of communication with NASA's Deep Space Network for about 4.5 hours from 7.40 p.m. to 12 a.m. while network teams reconfigure ground stations, and the flight control team has adjusted the activity timeline, and there's no impact to the mission's trajectory. Automated commands will guide the spacecraft during this period, and Orion will reacquire signal as it passes within range of the Canberra ground station. Just after 4.30 p.m. December 3rd, Orion was traveling 221,630 miles from Earth and 40,086 miles from the Moon, cruising at 2,777 miles per hour. And Orion performed the second return trajectory correction burn on Sunday, December 4th at 10.43 a.m. CST using the auxiliary thrusters and increasing the spacecraft's velocity by 1.16 miles per hour. That's 1.71 feet per second. And shortly after acquiring signal with the Deep Space Network's Canberra ground station at 12.41 a.m. CST, Orion experienced an issue with the Power Conditioning Distribution Unit, the PCDU, in which four of the latching current limiters responsible for downstream power were switched off. These lower-level switches connect to the propulsion and heater subsystems. Teams confirmed the system was healthy and successfully repowered the downstream components. There was no interruption of power to any critical systems, 
and there were no adverse effects to Orion's navigation or communication systems. Teams are examining whether a potential contributor to this issue is related to a power configuration test implemented by the flight teams to investigate previous instances in which one of eight units opened without a command. The umbilical was successfully commanded closed each time, and there was no loss of power flowing to avionics on the spacecraft. The spacecraft obtained additional data using its optical navigation system, which is a sensitive camera to take images of the moon and Earth to help orient the spacecraft by looking at the size and position of the celestial bodies in the images. Engineers also worked on plans to accomplish several additional test objectives during Orion's journey back to Earth. A host of test objectives provide information to engineers about how Orion operates in space, allowing them opportunities to validate performance models and learn as much as possible about the spacecraft. And in preparation for Orion's return to Earth, the team from NASA's Exploration Ground Systems Program of the U.S. Navy, who will recover Orion from the Pacific Ocean, completed its final training day at sea, using a mock capsule in the water for divers and small boats to practice open water recovery procedures. And on Monday, December 5th, Orion will make its closest approach to the moon, flying about 79.2 miles above the lunar surface. It will perform the powered flyby burn at 10.43 a.m., which will last about 3 minutes and 27 seconds, changing the velocity of the spacecraft by approximately 655 miles per hour to return powered flyby is the, is the largest maneuver of the mission with only small trajectory corrections to target Earth will remain until the Orion space capsule gets back down to Earth. At 4 p.m. CST on December 5th, NASA leaders are discussing the powered flyby. Just after 4.30 p.m. CST, December 4th, Orion was traveling 220,000 miles from Earth and around 24,000 miles from the moon, cruising at 3,076 miles per hour. 